navigating through the tricky waters of dating and relationships while sustaining a positive mindset can be challenging. In a world dominated by social media, ever-growing sexual desires and underlining insecurities, as founder of Lipstick Stain Passport, I'm on a mission to expose and identify the core principles and bitter truths of the dating world. Travel through the highs and lows with me, Robert Van Tromp, as I highlight and discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, first and foremost, Melinda, thank you so much um, for coming on the podcast. I think, well, I think I know I'm speaking for myself, but everybody um, obviously loves listening to you on any podcast, whether it be an interview or whatever. I think you're super relatable, super down to earth. And let's talk about the, you know, the, the, the too hot to handle post experience. So yes, obviously from, from being on the show and, and being a very larger than life character, I think is the best way to describe, (laughs) (laughs) best way to describe you. Um, you've always, I think, you know, we're a ray, a ray of light. I think everyone will say this, you know, amongst all the other, you know, the people that that, that did meet you in, in, in that retreat will always say she was a very much a big ray of light. What, My heart. For you, what would you say, obviously, leaving leaving the retreat, um, how has it been for you so far? And, you know, have have people, you know, been been different mm. towards you? Have what what's changed in your day-to-day? Wow. Since leaving the retreat, I would say life is completely different. Like a whole 360 from me being at 40k followers. To now, one million. Oh, like overnight. Holla, holla. No, I love it's, that. It's been incredible. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone know everyone knows me. I go out to the store. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're my wonder from Too Hot to Handle." I was like, "Oh, you know me." Yeah, love and it's that. Like, it, it, it feels good knowing that people can relate to me. And seeing people in public be like, oh my God, you are so relatable. I loved your personality. I love that you stay true to who you are and you didn't change. Like for me, that was like the biggest thing was going on too hot and just being myself and not changing and expressing who I am and showing all this love I have. Mm. And now post-show, seeing that people saw that without me even having to say it meant so much to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as you quite rightly mentioned, I think you were were super relatable to to lots of people, I think particularly women, you know, on the yes. show and I think because they saw almost the the kind of the roller coaster ride, I think mm-hmm. that you that, that you went on on that show and I think everybody's some of the, everybody's favorite moments are, you know, your time in the, in the, in an interview room. Uh, venting your emotions. I love the interview room. <laughs> and is, is there is there anything you look back on that experience and think that you would have would have changed or would you've liked to have done differently? Looking back, the one thing I would have loved to change is that I wish I would have had a lot more one-liners. <laughs> a lot that's, more. That's the only thing. I love my one my one-liners. <laughs> the one where I'm like, I am way too too cute to have frown lines. And um, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> And it's like, oh, you can, well, you want play this game? I can play it too. Oh my God. It goes on and on. And me looking back, I'm like, God dang, I was on fire. I was a spicy hot tamale. <laughs> spicy and hot tamale. There's actually nothing I would change. Yeah. Nothing. 
No, and I think that's, I honestly think that's a beautiful thing. You look at that experience, and even though you you had some some times where, you know, were, were quite rough um, between you and Marvin. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that what, what it seems like, there's there's no negative energy there anymore. And I think that you, oh, okay, that, 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 that might be, okay. Uh, we're, hold on, we're waiting for the... You want to? You want to? You want to give me the uh, quick, quick, quick rundown? It's just post show with that whole situation was so stressful. Mm. I was not expecting that at all. Like I was thrown for a whole three sixty. Like, oh my god, me? Why attack me? Mm. What did I do to deserve this? I did nothing. I put myself out there. I opened up my heart and then got it stepped on and spit at and then tossed. And then I'm the bad person. And I'm just like, why am I being bullied online? Like, like just the whole situation was a mess. And for me, I had to mentally prepare. I, I wasn't mentally prepared for it. I wasn't expecting it. So I'm going online, I'm saying I'm being bullied. And it's like, what do I do? How do I handle this? I can attack back and look like a small person or I can ignore it and be the bigger person and not give them that energy. And that's exactly what I did. Mm. And to be honest, Robert, I'm so happy that that was the route Melinda Mayberry chose was to be the bigger person and not give negative energy, my energy, my Mm. good energy, my positive energy, the energy that my fans love and saw. I refused to go down a route where I was seen in a nasty light. I did not want to go to their level. Mm. So I had to really handle the situation by myself, go through it by myself and seeing how like none of my castmates stood up for me and seeing how like I was really alone in this. It sucked. Mm. It really sucked. Well, you know what? I'm a big girl and I handled it just, just right. And do you know what as well? I think that, you know, and I, and I have had this conversation with with other people that were on the show as well, and I, and it's you know your emotions are, are amplified being mm-hmm. being in, being in that environment whereby what may be you know I mean for myself I was in there for ten days and it it felt like it was three months mm-hmm. so I, I can't even imagine that you were there even well, double the amount of time of that if if not even more than that so so for you building those kind of relationships. And your emotions must have felt a little bit all over the place. And I think a lot of people felt like that. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing that people kind of don't understand. It's like, you see stuff on TV and you're like, oh, that was like that, all that happened in one day. No. Like, like you said, you were there for 10 days and it was like chaotic versus me three and a half weeks, maybe more. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is crazy. But I easily adapted to it. Like emotions are all over the place. And because you're kind of just stuck in this paradise and you're surrounded by these people. And it's like not, it feels like it's not real. It feels yeah. like there's no worries in the world. Yeah. This is what your life needs to be like. So to like go from paradise and then back to the real world, you're like, oh, this is the real world mm. where things aren't as amplified versus being on there. And you're just, it's, oh God, do I regret any of it? No. <laughs> No, and, and and I don't I don't think I don't think you should. I think I think you've always you've always been the kind of girl that wears your heart on your sleeve. And I think that you know, <laughs> and I will, will always say what you I think. Sure do. <laughs> I will always say what you think. And I think 
you know, we we talked about obviously of the social media side of it and, and coming out from the show, and everybody always has an opinion. You know, yes. whether they whether they whether they know or whether they don't know, and I think that yes, you know, and it's it's a snapshot. What the ten episodes that were filmed is very much a snapshot of of actually yes. what happened, right? Yes, and that's the thing now that I'm starting to learn post show mm. is that people will always have opinions about me. Yeah, thank God I have an amazing fan base. Like my fan base is so supportive and I'm very, very blessed. I'm very lucky to have that. Like once in a while I'll get people that will judge and make assumptions about my life and make assumptions about me that aren't true. But like, that's just them going off a base of what I decide to show them, what I decide to give them a glimpse of in my life. Mm. And it's for me, it's like, it's a whole, it's a whole nother world. Now I got to be careful with what I post, what I say. Because a lot of things are taken out of context. And I got to remember, Melinda Melrose, who was at 40K, can't be just lollygagging and posting random stuff on, on, on stories and thinking it's okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you now sp- I'm like, oh, whoa, Mel, you got to slow down. Yeah. You had a million followers now. Things will be taken out of context. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you, you touched on there that obviously you know, you, you, you're conscious about what you want to show the world. And, you know, obviously having, having left the retreat, you've obviously got very close, um, with Pete, you obviously had a time, (laughs) you had had a time on the the show with Pete, I think was, was always people's, one of their their favorite, favorite parts, um, (laughs) in the show. And obviously, you know, you've always said that your, your private life is your private life. And, in, yeah. and, and quite rightly so. And with regards to Instagram, it's, you know, I've said this a lot amongst the people I've, I've, I've spoken to, but it really is just a 5% snapshot of our exactly. lives. Exactly. Like when, like, especially with Peter, it's like, I'm very private in my life. And because I see what happens on social media when people decide to throw everything out there especially when they're committed, not even committed, but when they're Mm. dating someone and it's fresh and it's new, that's the stage where you have to protect that as much as possible. Especially when you are in the public eye, whoever you are dating, you got to protect that and not throw that out to the world to judge and scrutinize and and nitpick at. Mm. I'm very private in my life, Mm. especially my personal life, my family, whoever I'm dating, I keep that close to heart. What I show you is just this tiny little glimpse. You could take it and do whatever you want with it. Mm. But I know that I'm protecting the people I love and who I love and who I'm with. Because I see what goes on on social media. You post this person, you're with this person, you've given them your all on social media. Everyone's involved now. And then all of a sudden it's a public breakup. It's just like, oh no. Yeah. And then you have to live with that. Of course, you have to live with that drama. Yeah. You have to live with that all that chaos that you allowed strangers into. Yeah. So it's not just you dating this person. It's you and dating this person along with everyone else you allowed into your personal life. 100%. And now you have to address them. You have to address the world. It's, it's just too much. No, of course. I think, and I think anyone that has had a relationship or is going through a relationship of whether it be from a TV show or whatever it may be, 
you know, where you have a bit more scrutiny and you have a lot more people looking into your day to day and, oh, you know, he hasn't posted with her for a while. She hasn't posted with right. him for a while. And there's always, there's always, mm-hmm. there's, there's always those question marks, aren't there, about like, you know, you, you almost want to say, you know, what Instagram is Instagram and real life is real life. And I think exactly. some people get confused about the two things and always look for looking for a crossover. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, you can't get a crossover. You get, it's one, it's for me, it's one or the other. Yeah. And that's just it. I give you what I want to give you. You take it or you leave it. Yeah. No, and, and, and I think we love that about you, Melinda. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know? So, I, I try to be fair. I try to be fair. Yeah, of course, of course. And but go on. The most, the most important thing about that that I want to touch on is that, that that's, for me, what's very important is having my own identity, especially coming off a show like Too Hot to Handle. When you're mm-hmm. coupled up with someone, once you are officially coupled up on a global channel with another person... And you leave with that person. You that is now your identity. Mm. You it's, it's 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 like you and Christina. Yep. You two left together as a couple, and then that was your identity. You and Christina. Mm. Like for me, I I'm Melinda Barry, Melinda Melrose. Mm. I'm not Melinda Peter. I'm it's I'm my own person. Yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh yeah, that's Melinda. She's the one that's dating Peter. Oh no, that's Melinda. She's like it's, no, that's Melinda Melrose. Yeah, that's your face that's when you Melinda. say that. <laughs> nah. yeah. It's the face for okay. me. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, we yeah we 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 know we we know <laughs> we 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 we're, we we've been informed. Come on down. <laughs> so, I try to make it very clear. Like I don't like to post too much of like my personal yeah. life. So it's like because I want people to know that that this is my identity. This is me. I'm mm. not attached to anyone. Yep. This is just me. I want to be known for Melinda Barry, Melinda Merrill's. I want to be known for that, not who I'm dating or who I'm with or who my identity is now associated with. That's no, that, and that's and that's amazing. And I think what 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 we would love to go on to as well is is you're obviously a, you know a very very ambitious person, and you've always you've always talked about how you want to not just use the show as a platform to kind of build your career, but also to kind of actually kind of announce yourself even more around the world yeah. exactly of what your talents are and what you're good at and what you can bring to people, you know, and actually use your platform to educate and make people aware of not just the the influencing, I hate using that word, exactly. but but actually the, the bigger issues in in yes. uh, in life, like like mental health, for example, if you want to touch on that. 100%. Oh my God, Robert, you don't understand how important that is for me to use this platform that I have now in my image, especially to young girls all around the world. Ever since Leave It Too Hot to Handle and being known as Melinda Melrose, especially being black as that, I've mm. been getting so many heartfelt messages from little girls, women, and they're basically saying, you have inspired me to be happy in the skin I am. You have inspired me to be happy to be black. You are empowering me to be confident. I get so many messages like that, that just truly and honestly make me so happy because it makes me feel like I am honestly serving my purpose. I love to put an image out of I'm confident because I am confident, but I didn't just wake up and be like, oh, I'm confident. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, Robert. I had to literally 
build this confidence from childhood to now. Mm. This just wasn't an overnight thing. I've been through the trial and errors. I've been through that. I've been, I was in their position of not feeling confident. I don't, I didn't have friends. I didn't feel pretty. There were times where I felt ugly. Like you'll see the one girl in high school that every guy wants and every girl wants to be around. And I would always be like, man, why don't I have that? Why can't I make good friends? Why can't I have friends? Why can't I be pretty? Why can't I be good enough? And then they got to a point where I just said, Melinda, stop asking yourself why mm. and ask yourself, how can you achieve this, this goal that you're looking for? How can you fulfill that hole in yourself without looking for it and seeking for it in others? So I had to mentally prepare myself to go through this journey by myself to build this confidence, to build this self-awareness, to build this love mm. all for myself in order to project that back out into the world. And being so hard to handle, I've learned a lot. I've learned that I give a lot of love. And sometimes I am not going to receive that back. I can't expect people to give me what I give them. Mm. And I got to also learn rejection. Sometimes I put too much love out there. Mm. Sometimes I give people too much love. And I don't get it back and have to accept it's okay now. It's okay. Brush it off. You gave that person something that they can never remember, never remember you for. And now I can do that to all the younger girls around the world and give that onto my platform and show them confidence, love and self-love and all that. So yeah, especially like social media, it can cause a lot of mental health issues. Yeah, absolutely. Like seeing like for me, seeing like, all the likes and all the attention. But the moment it goes down, you're like, oh, oh no, oh no. Why am I not getting this response on this post? Why am I not getting this much likes? It, it becomes very, very tricky, especially to the mind. Because mm. you get this engagement that's so high and you're like, wow. But then the moment it goes down, you start freaking out. And I was in that position. Yeah. Social media is very tricky. Well, I think first and foremost, well, thank you for sharing that. And I think, I think, very, very honest of you to to to, to admit the being in that scenario, and I think, like you said, of of coming off a show, it's the the kind of the the emphasis is is massive. Like you said, a lot of people want to want want to know your business, and a lot of people want to follow mm-hmm. your like, like your photos. A lot of people want to look at your stories. A lot of people want to write comments about you, and 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 I think it's and ultimately this is the training we had prior to going on the show it's, and it's it's being able to deal, yep. being able to deal with these situations whereby maybe there's a new influx of people that are going on the show and and maybe you're not as as I guess as talked about I think is, is the right word to use right. yeah right and it, it's it sucks sometimes like it sucks being on a sh- well national doesn't it all depends on how you go on there and how you decide to let the world perceive you. It's, just, it's, it's about how you go in there, how you handle yourself, how you carry yourself. Me, I carry myself with confidence because I am very confident mm. now. But for some people, like it's, 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 it is hard. I see how some people struggle and it is what it is. It's, what, it's how you make the most of it mm. and how you decide to handle it. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, if, 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 if me and you, you know, we've always, we've always gotten very well. And if, if it wasn't for our, our, our strange sense of humor is always, I think probably for, <laughs> probably for our, probably for our, our, our love for, for life, but in general, the mm-hmm. kind of looking at life as remembering there isn't a sequel and that you only get one exactly. life. Exactly. Exactly. And you do only get one life. And that's why I cherish the life I have 
and I make the most out of my life. And I choose wisely how I want to spread my, my love and my likeliness into the world. There's only one life. Yeah. And, and it kind of touches on the, on the, on the traveling side of things. I know we, we, we obviously both, we both love our, love doing our traveling and you're a travel fanatic, Robert. Do you know what? Guilty. My man global, y'all. <laughs> my we <man>. global. <laughs> Oh, do, do you know? I can just imagine people listening to the vlog, like ears just like popping off right now. <laughs> this is like, make it stop, please, make it stop. Oh my word. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but no, do you know what? Yeah, we've always we've always loved traveling, and I think that you know when someone told me that line of remember there isn't a sequel, and that you're only going to get one shot at life, so make sure you're making the most of it. And I think exactly. it really ties in really nicely with all the stuff you said about kind of you know, your self-esteem and the insecurities that you might have that you need to try and take, take control of and, and actually, absolutely, yeah. And you know, what, what would, for example, what would be your, what would be your biggest advice that you would give to a, to a younger Melinda? Um, let's say um, very much, she's, she's just turned 20 years old and um, like you said, you you experienced different thoughts and kind of not so much a, a negative um, mental state, but you you had kind of different different thoughts in your head that maybe damaged you, not damaged you, but actually made you give you some days were a bit more gloomy than others, shall we say? I would tell my younger self, mm. hey, there are going to be a lot of days like this where you are not going to feel your best. And that is okay. This is just one small little beep in the road that you just have to get over. And the rest of the, the rest of this is not going to be like this. Also, I would tell myself, you don't have to chase after people to, for them to like you. Stop trying to seek approval to be liked. Because those people will eventually fall right into your lap. The right people will come into your life. Nothing should be rushed. I would tell myself, take it day by day, step by step. Don't feel as though I need to rush. And eventually, love will always be there. Don't look for acceptance. I would tell my younger self also, you know what, Melinda? And Seven years, you gonna be the baddest biatch there is. <laughs> you gonna be in New York strutting, walking runways. You gonna be the baddest, and your name is gonna ring bells. You're gonna be known. <laughs> Everything you are lingering for, yeah, is coming. It's approaching. Sis, hold tight. It's a bumpy road ahead, but you can do it. You got this, sis. Love Keep that. Keep fighting. Keep forging forward. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> Love that. And you know what? That is literally summed up. Um, I think you've got a line in your bio that says something about like, um, create your own catwalk or create your own yes. runway or something like that. And it, and it, yep, and that, yeah, I'm not too short for <laughs> Literally. And that, that sums you up because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be like everybody else. I'm going to be myself and I'm going to be my best self. And the people are going to love me for that. And exactly, you know, I think a lot. There's, you know, there's so many such so admiration for that, and I think that's why really so many people loved you in the show. And that makes me so happy because 
it took me a while to like get to that mindset of Mel, stop trying to fit into society. Stop trying to be what they want you to be. I got so tired of being told no and got so tired of being like, how can I make them happy? How can I get to a place where I'm accepted? I got so tired of it. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. Let me create my own lane. Let me create my own world. And then have people come in and I could be like, no, or yes. And that's exactly what I did. I created my own lane. I created my own power. Mm. Amazing. And I am happy. Yeah. Truly, honestly happy with how I did this and how it's going currently. Love that, Melinda. <laughs> absolutely love that. I'm a happy being. <laughs> we absolutely love that. And you know what? To, to, to kind of finish off our discussion, we've got two games at the end, okay? And oh, okay. Wait, like, <laughs> I have something to ask you. Oh, okay. Oh, the, you're asking me the questions now, huh? Go on. Just one. Go on. Go on. Ask and me this question. one has been in my mind since Go. leaving Too Hot to Handle. Go on. Ask away. Remember when we had that moment in the bathroom that we that they only showed a small glimpse of? Yes, I, I remember that. Just to clarify for viewers, this isn't like some dodgy moment we had in the bathroom. This was a scene. No, we, no, no. <laughs> the way no. you said, the way you said that, it was a scene oh. that was created. <laughs> yeah, it was a scene. <laughs> yeah, where Robert and I were in yeah. the bathroom chatting, mm. and it was a fun chat. It was a good chat. Mm. My question for you: Looking back now, would you have changed anything in that moment? Because you had to choose between three people that you wanted to pursue things with. I was one of them, Christina, and then I think it was someone else. Looking back now, would you have changed anything in that pathway? Oh, Seeing how things panned out now. Melinda asking me questions like that on a podcast. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm spicy. Do, so, do you know what? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I think for the first time in my life, I'm speechless. No, okay. No, what? <laughs> okay. I, I, I have I've been told. Do you, know, do you know what it was? Okay is coming into a show like that and obviously I hadn't started the show um I'd came in I think right. you know I'm not sure how many I think it was the day five or something like that, day five or day six in and for me um it was very very kind of like a overwhelming experience first and foremost obviously going on a date with Carly first and foremost and then yeah. com- coming in and for me I've always had um I guess a type when it came to to females and they've always necessarily been kind of like the the dark hair, dark eyes. And there were a few girls that fall into that trap, that trap, mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> that category. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> no, I don't want to say the word trap, fall into that category, <laughs> fall into that category. And, you know, I think with, with, um, with Christina, um, you know, they're, and then the initial lust was was massive and I can't deny mm-hmm. that. I think she's a very, very beautiful girl. And I, you know, I, I, from the first night we shared a bed together yeah. and we had, we had an amazing time all the way, including the 20 second hand jobs, but all the way, oh. <laughs> all the way, all, all, all the way, all the way through, all the way, all the way through the time that we, we stayed on the show. We almost came yeah. in the same time and left the same time. And right. I, I don't necessarily regret my experience with Christina. I think that, you know, I, we had an amazing connection on the show and I was very much fond, I was very much fond of her in terms of not just her looks, but, but it was also, I, 
what appeared to be a slow start, but it, we by the end of it was a very, very strong connection, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, I think move, moving on to the question you asked, do I, mm-hmm. <laughs> do I necessarily regret anything? I don't think I regret anything. I think what me and you had together was also a very strong relationship we we definitely made each other laugh we definitely mm-hmm. we definitely made each other smile and we had a great time um in that moment and time did i did i did i want to kiss you and did i want to try or did i want to try and kiss you <laughs> did i want to try and kiss you uh probably yes is the honest answer um but at the same time i think that i had this thing with christina where right. where i maybe maybe thought to myself oh, okay i i don't want to lose what i have with christina in exactly. this moment in time so it's not to say that i i didn't want to be physical in that moment but it's just right. that, it's just that i knew in the back of my mind that i had feelings for Aww. christina so I it, did, it was very apparent as well. Like you guys' yeah. chemistry was so off the charts. Like it was to the point where we were like, we all were like, oh yeah, we're gonna lose money with these two. Yeah, well that's that's it. I mean, look, you know, and and the thing is, is even though we are not together now, um, I I obviously wish her very very well, and I think that the experience that we had together was incredibly unique. And like I said, I wouldn't have necessarily changed anything. I wish, well, I I wish we were in there for longer. But also, yeah. I also wish that um, we had come in at different times because I think that the, the bond and the show would have allowed us to actually blossom much more as a relationship. But because we came in at the same time, we were always going to be slightly halted, even though we exactly. had, even though we were losing money and creating good TV, oh. <laughs> you know, so, mm. <laughs> so I think that's, that's the honest answer of it. Oh, yeah. Robert. Yeah. You sweet poor soul. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you for asking that lovely question. By the way, on put me on the spot for the end of the podcast. <laughs> you, you are so lovely. So, no, I'm joking. So, so we've got, <laughs> so we've got two, we've got two, um, two games. Like I said, to play at the end. So, I don't know if you would have watched the program Squid Games. Yes, of course you have. Squiddies. Of course you have. Yeah, you know that red light. Green light. Yes. <laughs> well, this is going to be called red flag, green flag. <laughs> oh. oh, oh! Did he just go there? I think he did. <laughs> oh. So, okay. So this is how it's going to run. You're going to give me your two green flag moments and your two red flag moments. They're not about you, but therefore not about Pete either or any previous relationships you might have had. They're just things that you might look for in a potential partner. Okay, so it can be very okay. neutral. So we're going to start off with the two green flags. What would you say they are? Um, communication. Communication is key. Like, basically, if, if there's a problem, like if there's a problem, I want to know that we can communicate about it or if there's an issue or if there's something about me you don't like communication for me is everything so we can communicate and you're consistent uh, that's a green flag for me and the next one will be oh another green flag oh loyalty i require loyalty mm. like a guy that's loyal and is all about me and is obsessed with me oh my god that's a, that's a green flag for me Nice, nice. Love those two. And 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 you and you're red. Let's talk about the red flags. 
<laughs> if I mean, I have a few red flags, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you two. Go on. So the first red flag would be a guy that that has too many options. I want to feel as though I'm like the main the main character in your life. Like the moment I feel like I'm not wanted or desired, yeah, that's a red flag for me. The moment I don't feel like you being all over me and wanting me. Oh no, that's a red flag. There's something on your mind that clearly is not me. And I don't want to go into it. I don't want to be like, oh, why is this? Why is that? If I have to even think that, it's a red flag. Interesting. The second one. So too many options. Okay. And your second red flag? The second red flag is just lying. A guy that's not honest, basically. Like, if I ask you a question and you can't be honest about it, and the first thing you do is just lie Mm. or you start stuttering, oh no. Yeah. You a compulsive liar. Yeah. At that. Lying. So, yeah. I, I tend to, I actually tend to agree with you. I think for me, um, doesn't get much worse than that. No. no. Doesn't get much worse than that. Cause then you break trust. Yep. And then without trust, it's just a whole chaotic mess. Yep. At least have it controlled, a controlled mess. <laughs> At least. If it's going to be a mess, can we just at least get some control up in it? <laughs> Literally. Can we at least control the mess? Yeah, no, I love that. Okay. Okay, amazing. And finally, we're going to talk about people's bedroom dilemmas. Okay, so... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I took to my platform a week ago and I asked, asked my followers, as I do every single week, what are some of the key bedroom dilemmas that they are facing? Okay. Now I did mention these are going to be for some, some secret guests and some probably guessed that maybe you are going to be one of them. They might not have guessed, but they probably did guess that you might be one of them. And so I've got a long list of them here. So I'm just going to pick out two for you, Mel. Okay. Okay. And you, here we go. you are going to be offering your lovely Melinda advice. On, oh jeez! On what you think would be the best route to take on these? Okay, got it. Right. Okay, let's go. Oh man. <laughs> okay, so I really like this guy. However, he has been with my sister before. Oh no! Give her to him. Dumped, go rid of the sister. At this point, she's not a sister. <laughs> what, what? She's not a sister. Hold on. Let's just, let's, just, let's just rewind that back a little bit. Let's just, let's just reverse that back. She, obviously, the sister had been with the guy before, okay? Oh, before. So, before, yeah. So so she really likes a guy, but she, but he has been with Mm-mm. her sister before. Mm-mm. I will say that's a no-no. First of all, you can't... Sh- go with a guy that your family member has also been with. Cause now he had you and he had the system. <laughs> so he looking like the, he looking like the man <laughs> Mac and Mac one sister and the other. That's a no. It's just like, it's just tacky and it's yeah. just, it's kind of just gross. Yeah. It, it would just feel gross. No need, no need to mix it with a family, huh? <laughs> no, right. 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 <laughs> it's a no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Moving on to the next one, okay. Now, this one's slightly a bit more deeper, right? 
Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I was about to make a joke there, but I'll leave it at that. This is this this is honestly this is this is this is this is a this is a this is a family family friendly podcast, you know. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was I was about to say I know you like it deep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, but <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay. Right. Anyway, so so the next question is: He doesn't fully satisfy me in the bedroom, but I love him. It's been five years together. Help. Okay, I got help. There you go. So she's not satisfied with what she's getting in the bed. Mm. I would say spice it up. I would say get like a magic wand or the toy for herself to pleasure herself while he's also having his way with her as well. I will say, find something to make herself happy. Cause if he's ain't, if she's not satisfied, then it comes to a point now where she has to find ways to satisfy herself, but also include him. So he doesn't feel left out and feel bad. So I would say spice up a little bit and also communicate that with him. Communication. I would tell her to say, Hey babe, um, We've been, we've been together this long, but I think it's time for us to spice it up just a little bit. Things are getting a little stale. Mm. So let's figure out a way to mix it up and not only satisfy you, but me as well. I want to try something new. Interesting. And I think that kind of ties into, we revert back to your green flags. We talked about communication. Mm-hmm. Being able to successfully communicate in that particular environment. Exactly. Massive, right? Exactly. Especially with something like that, because if she's feeling this way, he doesn't know. It's just an endless cycle of just unsatisfied and unpleasurable. Mm. And you know what they say? You know what they say? Communication, sorry, bad communication ends a lot of good things. Exactly. There we are. Oh my God, Robert, say that one more time for the people Mm. in the back. (laughs) Bad communication ends a lot of good things. There Mm. we are. People at the back. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all heard that in the back? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Love that. Amazing. Well, Mel, well, first and foremost, I just want to say a massive, massive, massive thank you uh, for joining me on today's session. And like I said, an absolute ray of light for many, many people. And you honestly brighten up so many people's day. Absolutely amazing girl. And Thanks for an incredibly eventful session, by the way. That absolutely flew by. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank well, <laughs> this was an honor, truly, truly, truly. Because you and I always like chat like, on the phone. So to have this and you mm. like invite me, this meant a lot to me, honestly. Oh, this is great. You so thank you. Sweetheart. No, you, you, you are absolutely more than welcome. Thank you for listening, guys. Please rate and review the episode and then head over to my Instagram to follow Lipstick Stain Passport and then send me across your bedroom dilemmas.